Hey everyone, thanks for joining me on another episode of Peasant Talk. I'm your host, Amanda Madden. I'm just a West Coast girl living on the East Coast doing the damn thing, navigating through life, relationships, and my career. You guys, it has been forever since I've recorded an episode and I am so excited to be doing this again. So let's take care of a housekeeping item first. As you can tell, my counterpart Nicole is no longer with the show. But can everybody please calm their fucking titties? Because there's no drama. There was no falling out. We literally just decided to go our separate ways. She's finishing up her second year of law school and she didn't have time to commit to the show. And guess what? That's life. That's okay. Her and I still talk every day. We Gucci. Okay. So you guys are stuck with me. (laughs) And then why am I still doing the podcast? Um, Well, as soon as I deactivated peasant talks instagram and i deleted episodes out of apple music spotify all that good stuff i got at least 20 to 30 dms asking me what happened what's going on and i was like whoa you guys actually listen to the shit show that is my life Mm, i'm glad i can provide you with a form of entertainment so i decided to keep going with it i genuinely enjoy doing the podcast especially when i have guests on or when we talk about items that people normally wouldn't talk about or people are ashamed to talk about i love talking about things that i shouldn't it's just something i like to do so i thought why not continue with this so it's the day before the inauguration Who's excited? I am. Bye, 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 Trump. Goodbye. Terrible four years. Hello, Biden and Harris. We have so much forward movement to eliminate racial injustices in just in the United States and even all over the world. But there's still so much fucking work to do. We're not even close to being done. But I am so excited for this administration because now we have allies instead of roadblocks. We have people who care and who want to make a difference. And I am so excited. You guys have no idea. I have goosebumps right now. It's inauguration day and my son's birthday are on the same day. And I take that as such a big sign because I am such a firm believer in social justice. That is what my degrees are in. And I am just, I'm so excited. You guys, I'm, I cannot wait for this new administration. So I'm going to get off that topic. That was my little um, political spiel for the night. Let's give you a life update. So I think that the last update I gave you guys was in September of 2020. And I think that was our last episode that we actually dropped. And it was surrounded on my birthday, my 31st birthday, which was one of the greatest birthdays I think I've had ever. I was surrounded by people who I loved, who loved me. And it was such a great experience in a pandemic. And my friends really came through. And it was just such a great time. And it was almost like a moving on to a new chapter in my life. And so for the next three months, you know, I found new dick. Mm -hmm, Sure did. And I think I mentioned him to you guys. Yeah, we called him Stats Man. Um, It was a new era for me to just experience a new person after like such a horrendous heartbreak. Um, yes, I did sleep with him. And guess what? (laughs) I did not cry. (gasps) Ah! And for those new people who are joining us, um, I got my heart ripped out of my chest in 2019. Yet him and I continue to still talk and mess around and try to figure things out. And it was not a good time for me. Um, and 
I was trying to date other people and it got to the point where I actually found a guy who was so much fun. He was such a great guy. He was great to talk to. He was a great listener. He was great company. And I went over to his house one night, shitty face drunk. And I was like, yep, I'm totally going to sleep with this kid. And then we were going to do it. And then I just started crying. And I mean, hysterically crying. And he was like, oh my God, are you okay? What? So that was that. And I did not sleep with anybody for a very long time after that until I found Statsman. So no tears were shed. Yay, Amanda. Thank you for growing up and controlling your emotions. Yeah, dumb bish. Um, him and I had a genuine connection. You know, like we genuinely enjoyed sports. We, I was over there all the time hanging out with him. He was just a, like a very nice guy great distraction um and it got to the point where it needed to either move forward or needed to be done and we just decided for it to be done and so we ended things in the middle of december great fantastic whatever so then i still had 10 days until i was leaving for arizona and so i was sitting in my apartment you know just hanging out by myself and i was drinking a glass of wine and I was on my second bottle, yes, okay, and dun, 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 a great thought popped up in my head, and I was like, huh, you know, this is uh, quite boring. Who could I call to have fun with? <laughs> oh, my little peasants. Yes, yes, I did call that man, that man that ripped my heart straight out of my chest and who I couldn't get over and I'm still not over. Isn't that disgusting? A year and a half after our breakup. So then for the next 10 days, I proceeded to hang out with this man, hook up with this man. And people were not happy. Let me tell you why. Because I told my best friend and she's the only person who knew until I just put on this episode. And she was like, are you dumb? You have worked so hard in therapy to try to move on in a healthy way from him, and now you're regressing. And I'm like, yes, I know, but he's just so good in bed. Doesn't that suck Like when they're so good in bed? They're a whore because they're good in bed. But like, are you mad about it? No. The fact that my first toxic hookup of 2020 and my last toxic hookup of 2020 were with the same man just proves how fucking dumb i am does it not okay so in true amanda fashion i was like you know what i'm just gonna hang out with him when i can whenever i can until i leave arizona and then we're leaving him in 2020 right that's the most logical thing to do um yeah that's what i proceeded to do and i regret it 100 percent because then the day before i left I was drinking wine at dinner and then I went home and then I got all up in my little feelings. Yes, Amanda has so many feelings. Eh. And so I decided to tell him, you know what? I really ripped into him and then I blocked him and I left it at that. So fast forward to now. It is now January 19th and I'm sitting on the floor of my sister's room in Arizona and I am back to being a toxic, psychotic bitch. 
what's up? I put the hot and psychotic. I don't even care. And I just want everybody to know that once my feet touch the ground at Logan International Airport, it is on like Donkey Kong. How, you may ask? Let me tell you the ways. So I have downloaded every dating app imaginable, okay? And I am setting up so many dates for Boston like when I get back because I have tried for the last year and a half to do the healthy thing, to not jump into another relationship, to really work on myself internally. Like what childhood traumas and what traumas do I have that I need to resolve and work through before I can like give somebody else this beautiful little heart that I have. It may be black and tattered, but it's still beautiful. So that's what I've been doing, right? (laughs) It's not working. And I keep finding myself going back to this man. And now I need to go revert back to my psychotic ways and my vengeful, spiteful ways. And I just need to find guys to wine and dine me. And that's it. Like, so I am not kidding. I have sent so many screenshots to my friends because I literally already have four dates lined up the week that I'm back. And my best friend's like, Amanda, you literally need to book a breakfast, lunch, and dinner date. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day, whatever days you can. And I was like, oh my God, you're so right. Because when I used to do this back in 2016, wow, was it so much fun. Like, This is what I'm doing now, and I cannot wait for this content because it's going to be content that's going to feed into this podcast, and you guys can help me decipher what I'm doing with these men. I am so excited. But back to how I'm being a toxic psycho. So in the beautiful world of social media, you can keep up with basically anyone. If you're friends with them, you can see what they're doing. If you're not friends with them, but they have a public profile, you can see what they're doing. So, you know, from time to time, I like to check in on my exes that I'm friends with, right? (laughs) There's a guy and him and I have definitely had our ups and downs. We dated for a while. And so when he saw that I was back in Arizona, first thing he did, hit me up. Hey, what's up? Let's hang out. Let's grab dinner, blah, blah, blah. Did that. He still is so motherfucking beautiful. And I'm like, oh my God, if like you weren't so controlling, we could probably be together. No, we couldn't. We couldn't. But I would probably date you, maybe. I don't know. So Fast forward to him literally professing his love to me. And I'm like, sir, I live in Boston. You live in Arizona. It's never going to work. Like, stop. And he's like, I'll move to Boston for you. Like, you know how much I love you. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? Let's just like take some time. Let's like put this on the back burner and let's take some time to think about this. And I was like, and you know, another thing that was like really big in our relationship was that like, yeah, you displayed me all over your social media. That's cool. But you were also like 
like gassing all these girls up while we were in a relationship like it's just not cute you know he goes i'm older now we're in our 30s he's like 35 now and he's like we're older we we just know better like i know now i was such a fuck up and you were the best that i'm ever gonna get and i'm like uh it took you how long to realize that because i am the pinnacle of your life thank you so then you know what i thought let's look at his followers okay let's see who he's following i did this one night and i was like let's go to instagram.com on a desktop Okay, so I did that because it shows you in order who his most recent follow is. And his most recent was a girl. And I was like, huh, she's public. Let's click on it. Then I see she has a story. And I'm like, obviously, I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm not going to click on her story from my profile because then it's going to show that he is our only mutual like friend. That's stupid. So then I went to a view Instagram stories anonymously. And when I tell you this man on a Thursday was professing his love to me at a restaurant and he was willing to give up his whole life, bitch, on Friday morning, I see this girl at this man's house in his sweats. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is why I hate men. Men ain't shit. He's literally out here professing his love to me. I love you so much, Amanda. We can be together. And then clearly sleeping with this girl that night. Like, this is why men ain't shit. This is why. And I'm sorry. And I saw that. I'm not an idiot. I can put two and two together. Do not try to fucking hide anything from me because I will find out. I will find out. And I will call you out on your bullshit because I do not like to be played with. I do not like to be toyed with. And I want to know what made you think I was the bitch to play with. Needless to say, I called that motherfucker out so hard and um, now he's not talking to me. And I'm like, because I called you out on your shit and I'm sorry like that. I'm too grown for this. Disgusting. I hate men. Um, what else have I been doing that's really fucking toxic? Oh, <laughs> so you know how I told you I blocked that man that like meant so much to me? <laughs> what is my dumbass doing with him? Um, well, we've been sexting and FaceTime sex like what is wrong with me but can i tell you can i tell you facetime sex so hot when we're in the middle of texting and i send him a voice memo and i'm like in a deep or like in a like a raspy voice i'm like i can't wait to see that dick oh my god i was like i am turning myself on right now like this is amazing and i'm sorry like women we need to own our sexuality if you want to have FaceTime sex, like be fucking confident about it. At first I was like, oh, like I'm always insecure about my body. Who isn't? Like what woman isn't? There's like pieces of yourself that you wish looked better. But you know what? I fucking own it. Like, yeah, I have stretch marks on my stomach. I carried a fucking kid. Okay, sorry. But guess what? This girl's ass, thick as fuck. Thighs, thick as fuck. Titties, A1. Let's fucking go. And like having that confidence and literally just owning your shit and like doing what you would do as if nobody was there, but he's watching. There is so much power in that. I can't even describe it to you. And it's so fucking hot. And I'm sorry. Like, I know a lot of women do not like this, but I am a sucker, a sucker for when a man sends me a video of him jerking off. Mind you, do not do it unsolicited. But if I ask for it, that's what I want a video of. Yes, please. I don't care what anybody says. Um, yeah, you guys, I'm just, oh, I love being back to my toxic ways. 
Okay, so as much as I love being toxic, I do just want to add on a few things to my whole dating app scenario. So the very first question I'm asking each of these men that I match with on whatever dating site, I'm asking them, what do they consider to be their biggest flaws? And this distinguishes a few things for me. First, it's going to tell me, are you taking this like conversation seriously? Because I don't just want somebody who wants to fuck me. I'm sorry. I don't need to get on a dating app to find that. I could go through my phone and find someone to do it, right? I want someone I can have a genuine conversation with because now that I'm 31, yes, I do like to play games. Yes, I'm back to my toxica self. Pero, escúchame, okay? I also want to find my person. And I want to find that person who I can stay up and... I don't know, have a conversation about the universe, about politics, about global warming or social injustices at 2 a.m. I want to make omelets and diced potatoes and breakfast with the love of my life on a Sunday. I want those things. So I'm genuinely trying to find that while also still playing my games, okay? And so I will say out of already the 20 men over the last four days that I've talked to, I think 14 of them have answered with, oh, oh, uh, the fact that I'm not rich or the fact that I didn't match with you sooner or that I didn't know you sooner. Shut the fuck up. I don't want your bullshit fucking answer. Stop trying to like weasel your way into my little heart because it's no longer there. It kind of is, but not really. I want to, and I was like, ew, can you please stop and just be genuine? Like I'm, I'm not looking for that stupid fucking answer. And some of them haven't responded, some of them unmatched, or they came back with a better answer. But hearing some of these men's answers about what they consider to be their flaws, I am like genuinely like shocked and in awe that these men are trying to be vulnerable. And I'm like, (laughs) so you're telling me you can be vulnerable. Okay, you have now moved on to round two, sir. Hence why I'm setting up all these dates. Um, But that's really my life in a nutshell right now, you guys. Nothing crazy is going on. I am still, it's 2021, but is Amanda still acting as if I haven't grown? Yes, I haven't spoken to Robin in over a month due to the holidays, and she is not going to be happy with me. But I am going to leave you with this little bit of tidbit of information that she did say to me um, with our last conversation before the holiday break when I was really sitting there and I was really upset about me and Thor and why you know we're doing what we're doing and why I just why we couldn't figure it out why we can't be together like you know what what's going on or why is it that when I find someone it doesn't work out you know and she left me with this piece of information and I thought it was like one of the greatest fucking pieces of advices I've ever received in my 31 years of life she said Amanda think about it this way he is a five dollar bill and you are ten dollars Every day you can break yourself in half and make yourself $5. But he or whoever this is referring to or whatever person you want to apply this to, that person can never be more than $5 and make themselves a $10 bill. So you can constantly break yourself down, but they can never add more than what they have and the tools that they've been given to be what you need them to be. So love the person that they are and you need to decide if that is enough for you in that moment. Wow. (laughs) Healthy, right? Healthy way to think. And I was like, I will keep that in my back pocket for when I actually need it. But right now 
I'm back to Toxica Mendita, and I am about it. <laughs> so guys, thank you so much for joining me on a recap of my life on episode one of Coming Back in a new series. I have so many guests lined up. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Talk to you guys later.